Hello and what's up? This is Aiden Jones. You're listening to Sitting Under a Tree, Tuesday, the 29th of October 2019. <sighs> and there's that big, a big relaxing breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. Fuck that guy from Headspace's voice is still in my head. It's still, it's burrowed in there, man. Even though I cancelled my subscription to that app. I did like a good three months. And then I just realised I wasn't doing it. I reckon that's how they get you. <clears throat> I reckon they... Uh, it's like, you know, these self-improvement apps. It's like it's like getting a gym membership just after New Year's. All the gym memberships spike and then no one uses them. Is that a scam? I mean, they want you to use them. I'm sure they want their gym to be full. But they also know that you're not going to. So they're like... What's the, what way do I think that's a scare? It's like, you know, they know that they probably give out so many memberships that they're like, if all these people came, the gym would be rammed. There would be, it would be a bad experience for the people that are there, but they know those people aren't going to do it, you know? Um, and much in the same way, <laughs> what am I talking about? Headspace. I think they know, like, I whenever I cancel my subscription, because I've done it like three times now, I've bought a subscription for like two or three months and then realized I've stopped using it and cancelled. And whenever I cancel it, I always feel like I'm beating the system somehow. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they expect me to, you know, just keep lying to myself and be like, no, I'm going to do it. I, I always meditate. I'm a guy who meditates and like keep on going for months afterwards. They probably don't. They probably just, well, the guy probably is, is very pure in his intentions. He's created a business, but he also just loves meditation and wants more people to be meditating. But in my mind, I've created it like a competition with this guy where like <laughs> part of the meditation and mindfulness is being mindful of the fact that I am no longer meditating. And, uh, and so I can cancel my subscription and it won't change my life because I've gotten bored of it. That's when you know the meditation's really worked, isn't it? Is when you're so mindful that you know you don't need it anymore. <laughs> I meditated my way into not needing your fucking app anymore, mate. How do you feel about that, huh? If only he could hear this. What a fool he would realize himself to be. <sighs> I worked today. I got a job. I got a job. I was... Uh, Enjoying my unemployed bliss on Thursday, and uh, and my friend Annie messaged me and said, "Do you want a job recruiting for two weeks?" And I said, "Fucking, do I have to?" And of course, the answer is yes, because I need the money. So I took the job, and now I have a job for two weeks. I actually started on Friday. She called me up again and was like, "Can you start tomorrow?" And uh, and I said yes. Um. Oh, by the way, there's no guest this week. No guest. Um, I mean, you know, if you looked at the picture already, I think I'm going to use a picture of me sitting pretty much where I'm sitting right now in my room. Um, yeah, I kind of want to go through, this is what I'm using these solo pods for now is just going through my own issues and trying to talk them out without the pesky interruption of a person. That's what therapy was supposed to do, but I got a job, can't go to therapy for two weeks because I am too busy. Um, I think getting a job is going to be good because it's making me be a little more humble. I think I've realized for like the last kind of two years or so since I've been um, like since I haven't had a job that I've been coasting a little bit financially. Like I had uh, a bit of that money from my grandpa 
which I like dipped into and then I would replenish it and then it dipped down a bit more, but I've got none left now. And, um, that kind of fear of realizing that I've got no more backups has made me go like, you know what? Let me actually see if I am doing this. Like I've said that I've been doing for the last few years. Am I really a fucking professional comedian or am I uh, a comedian with savings? But it's not even my savings. It's someone else's savings. I don't know. I feel kind of dirty about that, you know? Like, did I really earn this two years without a job? I mean, realistically, the savings have probably like helped me live. I mean, all the travel, so frivolous. Is this enjoyable to anyone? <laughs> to listen to me berate myself. Fuck, man, the last few months, it just keeps coming. These revelations, just like, I need to fucking work harder and be better. Um, getting this job, I'm probably going to net 2000 bucks for this two weeks of work. It's full-time work in an office. The pay is very good. I'm, uh, I'm recruiting, so what that means is there's this company called Accent, um, the Accent Group, who I don't really understand what they do, but they own a bunch of different shoe brands, you know, like they own uh, platypus shops, they own the Hype DC shops, but they also own like Doc Martens and Timberland and just fucking any except like all the big actual brands, like no, they don't own Nike or Adidas or or Puma or whatever, but they own all these wild brands and they own the distribution rights for them in Australia and New Zealand. But then there's like a little info. So the, the office is like one of these new, you know, like wear your own clothes. There's a dude there with, I think he's got tattoos at least all the way up his neck, maybe on his face as well. I think they're just up his neck, but it's like that dude would never have been, he would have been unemployable like 20 years ago. And he's got a job, and he's fucking probably making stacks at this office. It's the national headquarters for the Accent Group, and there's a, I mean, like, what other stuff is in there? There's a a giant van, like a combi van, not giant, it's a regular-sized van, but it feels giant to me. (laughs) There's, like, a regular-sized combi van in the office behind, like, plexiglass, um... And it's like, you know, painted all black and white with like the Vans logo and stuff on it. It's just in the office. Like, <laughs> as if to say, this is what we are about. We're about Vans Vans. Um, it's just a very, you know, new business model. And um, and uh, there's an infographic on the wall of like, you know, the start of the company. And the company started in 1980. And Timberlands and Doc Martens and shit are all older than 1980. So, fucking, how did that start? How do you start that business? You buy, like, you got some money and then you buy a shoe brand and then you're like, I'm going to buy all of the brands of shoes is what I'm going to do. And now they just own all of them. Like any, one called Sketches, never heard of that, but they own it. It's like hike, it's like comfortable shoes. That's the brand. It's just... (laughs) shoes that as if people were walking around going these shoes fucking hurt if only someone would invent a shoe that doesn't hurt sketches i don't really understand what that brand is it's like they're like kind of hiking shoes like comfort but you can wear them street shoes and your mates at the pub won't fucking laugh in your face (laughs) 
like the girl I was seeing at the start of this year did to me when she came into the room I was staying in in Perth and saw the fucking hiking shoes that I was wearing. She went, what are those? <laughs> Sket, that's what Sketches is for. It's if you're seeing a, a pretty girl who likes nice things and uh, you value comfort over aesthetics in the realm of shoes, or at least you've brought a pair of shoes with you that you want to run in that don't hurt your feet, and you've only got room in your bag for two pairs of shoes, so you don't want to bring running shoes, and like, I mean, maybe I should have just brought one. I don't know, maybe you don't own running shoes. Maybe, maybe, maybe two years ago, you got $13,000 from your grandpa um, that he invested in a company for you when you were 10 and uh, maybe you've forgone the idea of ever having a job and so you're living on the breadline and you don't have enough money to buy more than two pairs of shoes so you've got one that you can wear all around the place and then you've got one that you can run in and uh, and what Sketches does as a brand is they see those people and they say, you are valid, you are still a person, we respect you and we understand your need to still date and not have the women you date look at you like you're a tramp on the street when they see your shoes. <laughs> you know what? I'm all sold on Sketches now. They're a great brand. Uh, I'd never heard of them before, but the room that we're recruiting from is like in... You can tell that we're, uh, we're recruiting Christmas casuals for... Um, for this company because that's like coming into the Christmas season so they need people to just do that two months and then you know they fire them after that and we're recruiting those people I'm the Christmas casual casual that's got a bit of a ring to it doesn't it well they make that my job title I'm not I'm a recruitment I'm <laughs> that was sick I'm a recruitment contractor <laughs> as my job title and I love that because normally a contractor is someone with like you know, specific expertise in the field, right? Like a defense contractor, someone who has experience in the field of defense, but they um, they bring them in and just go, what do you think of this situation? That's what they've done with me, but I've got no experience in the field of recruiting. They've brought me in and gone, can you look at people's resumes with no training? <laughs> I'm just looking at people's resumes. It's so wild. And... Um, and then calling those people up and inviting them to group job interviews. Fuck! I said it to one of the ladies in the in the place yesterday. I was, she was like, how are you finding it? And I was like, oh, you know, I've, I was pretty scared um, when I... Because you've got to call people, right? That's the thing. You go, there's like big databases of people who have applied for these Christmas casual positions at like the van store and the... That's Maybe that's why they buy so many brands. Because everyone wants to work at the Vans shop. I mean, no one really knows what Sketches is, but they apply for Vans, and then the Vans positions get filled pretty quick, and then we're like, well, we don't have a position at Vans, but what about Sketches? Do you want to work at Sketches? And this, the 17-year-old kid who's just finished year 12 is like, oh, I wanted to work at the Vans shop. <laughs> And we're like, too bad, cunt. You're doing an interview with Sketches. <laughs> um, so I pull I, they like all of these resumes and I go through them. And, uh, you know, just like if any of them look like they might be decent, you chuck them in another little database there. And then you call those people up. And when they answer the phone, you go, sorry, mate, the Vans position is full, but we've got an interview for Sketches coming up. Um. And the whole thing, this is, maybe I'm not allowed to say this, but 
I don't, I don't know. Um, you like do the call, and what you're looking for is uh, for someone. I think I am allowed to say this. Actually, I don't think this is bad. You're looking for someone who can talk. So on the phone, you just ask him a few questions, like you know, where are you from? What do you do with yourself in your spare time? How you doing? And then based on their answers, like some of them are like, oh, I just, you know, I finished year 12 or I've just done a bit of traveling or I'm, I'm fucking, I like making clay pots or when no one said they're making clay pots. If someone said they were making clay pots, I'd be like, mate, you follow your passion. You don't need this job. Does you, has your grandpa given you any money in the last, in the last 20 years that you could maybe use to fund your passion? For clay pots, because you really need the whole day to put your soul into that, I reckon. And uh, I don't think you need to take this full-time job, mate. You pursue your passion. No, you... <laughs> you, um, you just see what they're talking. Some of them talk, and they're good, but then some of them are just like, I'm like, what are you doing? And they're like, oh, I went for a swim. And you're like, great! <laughs> How was that? And they're like good and you're like cool well and then the line is you go well we're interviewing a lot of people what i'm doing right now is i'm just taking notes for uh for uh, my manager and my manager's going to come through and then they're going to pick the people from my notes who are going to the group interview and that's the trick because then you don't need to go <laughs> how brutal would that be like that's of course that's what we do and then they go great look forward to the call and you go thank you bye and then you never call them again and the people who can talk you go well we want to invite you to this group interview and then they go to the interview and whatever how like of course that's the move isn't it i was thinking about that today how brutal would it be if you had to be like well mate we're just calling to see if people are good at talking and they're going to be a good personality to work in these shops for two weeks um and unfortunately with the answers you've given me i have ascertained that you are not that you, you just, I'm sorry, mate. You're just not charismatic enough. Oh, but, oh, I went for a swim. Sorry, you had your chance. <laughs> Should have told me more about your swim. What stroke were you doing? Where'd you go for a swim? Was it sunny? Were you with any friends? These are the kinds of bits of information that you can use to, ma- oh, I've just spilled tea on myself. <sighs> Getting too worked up. It is a nice job. Here's the thing that I've been thinking about. It's a good little reality check and an ego hit for me, which is what you need. So, well, take ownership of your sentence. It's not what you need. It's what I need every now and then. Because um, I was getting too used to the idea of like, oh, maybe I won't have a job. Where's this money going to come from? I don't know, but I'll figure it out. And then um, my friend offered me this job. Go, Annie. You're the fucking king. And uh, it's just I couldn't turn it down, you know? I even, I, I know, if I'm honest, I was looking for a way to not have a job, and uh, she just offered me, she made me an offer I couldn't refuse, in the words of the Godfather. I think my friend Annie is the Godfather. She left me, uh, <laughs> how funny that, in the Godfather, that guy, what really scared him straight was a horse's head in his bed when he woke up, and what scared me straight is the prospect of having to do two weeks of full-time work what an absolute fucking cowardly worm i am um 
and I just, I think that what made me feel like, like, I got kind of, not sulky, but like, you know, just a little bit like, oh, I had all these plans, I was gonna, I was gonna do more interviews for my podcast, and have coffee with people, and, and cook, and water my garden, I got a garden, I mean, we always had a garden, but I've planted things there on purpose, it's not just a weed, technically any, when weeds grow, you still have a garden, you're just not tending to it. And maybe that's a choice that you're making. Maybe you're taking a laissez-faire attitude towards gardening. You're just letting nature take its course. <laughs> but I've decided against that. Now I bought a shovel. Been hacking down those those plants in our backyard, and I've I've planted some uh, some tomatoes and some basil and some sort of fucking yellow flower that I got from Bunnings that the lady was like. These would be good with your tomatoes because they grow well next to tomatoes. I don't understand that. It's crazy, isn't it? Like how bananas sitting next to avocados make the avocados ripen better. And somehow these yellow flowers, it's like plants can talk to each other or some shit. It totally makes sense hundreds of years ago that they were like just believing in magic because actually understanding how the shit works is not only difficult, but just a lot of work, man. I'd rather just believe in magic. I'm like magic, yellow plants and tomato, yellow flowers and tomatoes, they just fucking, they vibe, you know, they just get along well with each other, that's how they grow, that's all I need to know, <sighs> so I planted these plants in the back garden and I've, you know, I've been watering them every day, I bought them actually on the Thursday and uh, and then I got this job and I was like, oh, I was going to plant those tomorrow and it just forced me to plant them in the evening maybe it's just going to force me to work fucking harder to realize that actually i have more time than you know like half the time in the day what the fuck am i doing getting coffee i mean it's nice to talk to my friends but then the other times i'd i would like to be reading more but i'm not even doing that i'm just fucking like sending an email every now and then and watching youtube you know and uh yeah let's see how i go for these two weeks get a bit of money together, um, I'll still be able to write, I'll still find the time to write after work, I'll cook myself dinners in the evening, um, take them to work, I've been putting my little breakfasts like yogurt and oats and shit, oh I found out today you can't eat raw oats, like rolled oats, you have to soak them, which I think means that I've just bought the wrong thing, you know, like, I've, I thought that oats, I thought that muesli, I thought that oats and muesli were the same thing, but they're not. What's the difference? Um, I don't, whatever. This isn't important. What's important is that I accept that I do need a job. Not all the time, but sometimes I need a job. And this two-week job is fucking perfect, to be honest. And I just got to get over my 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 hit my uh, unwillingness. Um, to like wake up in the morning and go and do a thing that I don't want to do. Yeah, fucking heaps of people go and do things that they don't want to do, you little bitch. A friend of mine said to me uh, a couple of weeks ago, she's been listening to the podcast and she said uh, some of the, like these ones by myself, she just is like screaming, going, <laughs> I can solve your problems. I know exactly what you're doing. You're just going around in circles, but you're, the problem is you don't have anyone else to talk to, so you never get to the solution. And it's frustrating. And uh, to that, I would say, write in and tell me what your solutions to my problems are. 
<laughs> Email me at AJ Takito, AJ T A Q U I T O, or uh, or message me on the Instagram that's sitting under podcast and uh, reference the the episode that you're talking about and just let me know. Hey man, you had this problem. Here's how I'm gonna solve it. A lot of podcasts will um, will will get people to write in with their problems and then they'll solve the problems for them. This is I'm doing a different model. A more selfish model, really, where I posit my problems to you and then I ask, I solicit your advice. Can you please solve my problems? And my, here's my problem, I think, with the ego thing, is I always will uh, have a conversation with someone and they will just like, you know, tell like, hey man, you just fucking got to have a job. And uh, I'm not good at taking that criticism on in the moment. I always get defensive, I get, it hurts me, I'm like, because it's just not what I thought, you know, I was wrong, and that hurts, and uh, so I kind of close up, I'll I'll, I'll act hurt, I'll be hurt, and I'll stop talking, you know, like I'll go inside myself, and I'll just start sulking, I'm hurt, that person said the thing that I didn't agree with, they disagree with me, and now I'm hurt, so I'm just not going to talk for a bit. And then when I'm by myself for half an hour, I figure out that I was, they were obviously right. They were just trying to help, you know, show me that this is what my problem is and I need to do better. And then I realize that and I'm fucking, but I feel like I can't then like half an hour later, like maybe they didn't even realize how much it got to me, how huge my ego is. They just thought that I'd taken on their criticism and, and then was silent for a bit. They don't know that I was actually seething. <laughs> seething inside myself going how dare they question my decisions and then when I realize that that's what I've done half an hour later it's like I, what I want to do is message whoever I was talking to and go hey man remember when you said that thing to me that you've probably forgotten about well I've been thinking about it and you were right <laughs> that's what I want to do but that's crazy I feel like that's crazy so I never do it I don't know I just need a bit, I need to, I need to be better at, at taking criticisms in the moment and, uh, and being a little bit more humble. This next year is going to be an experiment. Do I need a job? Cause I've been kind of coasting is the word that Blake used, uh, to me just now when I kind of spoke to him about this. Um, I've been coasting a little bit on the money that I've had financially. I don't think I've been not working hard in terms of my comedy and shit, but it's like you need to do more than comedy. You can't make a living as an obscure comedian. You need to have a following. And until I have a following, am I in a position where I can go all year without having a job? You know what? I had this idea from having this job. Maybe next year, I'd go fucking Christmas casual. I'll go work in a, a shoe shop, Christmas casual for two months, make the money that way, and then that'll probably fucking do me for the rest of the year because I'll have money from festivals and shit like that. Does anyone else have this kind of problem? <sighs> of like, thinking your life is one way and just being completely blind to people trying to help or criticize you. I don't know that other people do have this problem. I think it might just be me. <sighs> Feels good to talk about that. This isn't the satisfying ending that I was hoping to get to, but uh, 
I mean, I know what I need to do. I just need to work harder and, and accept that sometimes I will need to have a job. Christmas casual is a good one, I reckon. I'm not going to work at a fucking cafe again. I don't want to... I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to put my... That's what I need to do, is when I have the job, here it is, when I have the job, not go in like I'm doing them a favour. <laughs> like I'm gracing this fucking huge company that owns every brand of shoes I've ever heard of, like I'm gracing them with my presence, you know? Oh, two weeks of me, aren't you fucking lucky to have two weeks of me calling 17-year-olds and asking them to go to interviews for Christmas casual work? (laughs) Not like you couldn't have got literally any other cunt to do this job. Anyway, I'm, uh, what I, what I want uh, outside of this is for the people at my, I've found a new cafe, not a new one, but there's a cafe near my house, it's called Take Two. I think I spoke about it last week. They're always playing house music. They're a young crowd. I went in there the other day, and uh, I'm going to play a song at the end of this that I've been really liking. It's called 10 Out of 10 by Rex Orange County. 10 slash 10. 10 out of 10. 10, 10, 10. Um, It's a great song. I've had it in my head for the last few days, and I went in to take two yesterday to do some writing, and the same lady who's always there was there, and... uh, I went up to her, I was like, I'll get a long black, she was like, yep, and I just, I like to have a chat, and I, I don't know what it is about these people, but I just want them to like me, you know, like, there's the fucking house music playing, it's cool, they've always got friends walking in and saying, hey, and I'm like, I want in, I want in here, <laughs> I see some, I see people having fun, and I want in to your little circles, and um, so I go, and like, look, Rex Orange County are like a pretty fun, they're like, it's one dude, but like, I feel like that's a thing that younger people might be into. <laughs> so I, I went to a, man, I've got this song in my head. Uh, do you know Rex Orange County? And she just, I think she thought that I was like shitting on the song, you know, that I was like complaining that I've got it in my head because she went, oh, that's so much. And I was like, it kind of stumped me. I was like, oh, no, I really, really like it. I cannot stop listening to it. I've listened to it fucking like 10 times in a row. I get to the end and I just wind it back. Um, I didn't say that. I just said uh, I paused for like way too long that like, you know, this wasn't going to be a conversation. And then I just said, I think he's a he's a good boy. <laughs> I uh, What I was scared of saying that I actually meant is he kind of reminds me of when I used to like Ed Sheeran, you know, before Ed Sheeran became too shit um because he does he's nice he's kind of encouraging um he's talking about how he had a year that was a a five out of ten but if he works hard then maybe next year will be a ten and then this fucking drop comes in bow and it's very upbeat and you know oh man it's like, uh, it's helping me in my wallowing as my ego slowly thrashes around in its death throes. Like, again, why do I need those people to like me? Why can't I just not care? I mean, I don't really care. I just want, I want to have a nice conversation with that lady. And that's, I don't even, I'm not even attracted to her. I can say that with my hand on my heart. I'm not attracted to the lady who works at Take Two, but I just think that she's cool and I think that everyone who works there is cool and I want them to like me. And I thought that Rex Orange County was my key into that kingdom, and uh, and it was not. 
because we're very different people. Ah, what else have I? Ah, oh, this is a nice thing that happened at work today. This is what I thought. I thought maybe my way to deal with this job and and kind of what I've been talking about lately with on this podcast and 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 just with myself trying to focus on is like focus on other people rather than focusing on myself and what's happening to me focus on other people and what they're doing and uh today at work Annie my friend my friend <laughs> my friend Annie O'Brien <laughs> oh I probably shouldn't say a full name oh well not enough people listen to this pod for it to be creepy my friend had some kid down to uh, go to an interview at the Vans store. And it's like in the Gold Coast, you know. We're doing it for all of Australia and New Zealand. And uh, the interview was at 10. And at like 10 or, or quarter to 10 or whatever it was, she gets a text from a different number saying, oh, I'm so, like so earnest, just like, man, I'm really sorry. Um, this is Blah Blah Blah's mum. And I, it's my fault. I picked him up late from school to take him to the interview, and that's why he, he couldn't make the interview. And um, he just he's said that working in the van store is his dream job. And uh, is there any way? It's not his fault. It's my fault. Is there any way that he could get on another group interview? And um, there were no other group interviews, right? And and he's just. Like I mean, she read the text out loud, and it was heartbreaking, really. Like this mum, I don't know who I'm. I'm sad for if it's the kid or the mum. I think the kid needs to fucking learn. You know, like if you've got a job interview, yeah, your mum can pick you up from school. And I mean, maybe some of the job interviews for the Gold Coast stuff is in Brisbane, so like. You know, maybe the mum was driving him to Brisbane. But just, hey, find your own way there, man. Fuck. It's a job. You're going to be working a job. Do your own shit. But I think it was the mum that we really felt sad for because she's just so gutted that she's let her kid down, you know. Um, and Annie tried to find another group interview and there were none. And so she took it upon herself. She uh, she messaged the area manager for all of those Gold Coast stores run by Accent, I think, and uh, and said, can we get this this kid's mum called can we get him in on just like another interview or or one-on-one with a store manager and um i think to their credit the area manager went dude this guy's fucking mum's calling up nah nah we don't need that person working for us and um and he kind of went and that was where i was like you know maybe they're right and he went no i want to do a nice thing for this kid and she went out and talked to some people in the office and uh asked if she could, and then she talked to the store manager, and the store manager is going to have a one-on-one, like, 15-minute sit-down with this kid and talk to him, and, and, like, probably not give him the job because, you know, he's probably too young. If his mum's trying to take him to stuff, he's probably not ready. But um, I think that's a really nice thing to do, and it's, like, it's a go-ahead, you know? And the mum, Annie said the mum was so happy when she called the first time to say she was trying... And then the second time again to be like, hey man, this is what the deal is. Your kid's got another interview and it's going to happen. I mean, the kid's still going to be bummed. That's it, actually. Both people get a lesson. The kid's going to be bummed um, when uh, when he doesn't get the job because he, he ain't getting that job, kid. <laughs> 
Um, and the mum, what's what are we teaching the mum? <laughs> We're teaching the mum uh, to maybe fucking let their kid take responsibility for the shit, huh? Maybe she shouldn't be driving the kid to these interviews. Maybe the kid needs to fucking learn and go by himself. And then if he's late, that's his fault, right? I don't know. It was a really nice thing. It was lovely to see. Like, here I am at this job just going like, oh, just going through the motions like... On my fucking high horse going like, oh my God, how depressing to have this job. And then here's my friend who got me the job doing the same thing as me. It's not like she's doing a different thing that's like on the face of it less depressing, but she's found a way to like find the humanity in it and and make it into a way that she can do good in the world. And I can learn from that. Yes! Yes! That's it. That's what I need to fucking do is even though I'm doing a job that I don't like, find ways to enjoy doing it and do the, like find the goodness in that job. All right, that's the end. Fuck yeah. That feels satisfactory. Thank you guys for listening to this pod today. (sighs) Um, If you've liked it, like the the Instagram. Next week, I'm going to do my friend Karai Hussain that I think I promised last week. Um, I'm going to have that interview on uh, talking about photography. Other than that, you guys are lovely people for listening to this. And uh, like the Instagram page. Fucking... If you if if you think I've really missed something and you think that I'm an idiot right now and you have better advice for me than what I've just landed upon myself, send us a message, man. I'd love some help. Uh, this has been sitting under a tree, with Aiden Jones, and oh, the next song, Rex Orange County, ten out of ten. Bye. I had to think about my oldest friends. Now I no longer hang with them, and I can't wait to be home again. I had a year that nearly sent me off the edge I feel like a five, I can't pretend But if I get my shit together this year Maybe I'll be a ten Help myself a little better Cause it's getting tiring And I can't wait for the summer No, I'm gonna need a moment I did it again, I did it again No control over my emotions One year on and I still can't focus I did it again, yeah I did it, I did it again Twelve rounds in, fighting solo But nobody wins when it ends We'll be placing memories and frames Inviting people round to stay And always owning up to things, to things Cause after all I guess it all depends upon Choosing where you're from If so, I've been so lucky So far, it's outrageous I won't complain I'll give myself a little credit Since I dealt with all the pain Yeah, I turned superhero I'm coming in Bruce Wayne Yeah, I did it again, I did it again But this time I took control And turned my shit round Sometimes you gotta cut a bitch out I'm living again, yeah, I'm living I'm living again
strength to carry on And though it's still hard work to find the words I'm still gonna write this fucking song Cause after all I guess it all depends upon The people you choose and where you're from